Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Common everybody welcome to a podcast <laughs> that's how i'm gonna intro this goddamn thing from now on uh race penis is uh away on sabbatical let's say that and uh joining us as a special guest host ck kimball welcome CK. thank you guys i'm so excited uh that sounds I, sarcastic i meant it <laughs> okay, well, it, can, it can be sarcastic. I think both Chan and I have been sarcastic about our excitement of being on this podcast for uh, for many years. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> and also, we can just like establish this as the baseline uh, because you will probably always be at least this sarcastic. So we can say this is as close to sincerity as we get, and then you know you ratchet it up, and they'll they'll know to uh, scale it properly. A sarcasm meter. I see. Uh, I I would like to tell the guests actually what happened with Ray because sabbatical makes them sound fancy. What actually happened was we, we set a time and date to podcast. (laughs) And then he said, so when are we podcasting? And I screen grabbed the conversation and reminded him that it was Monday (laughs) night. And he said, Oh no, I can't do that. (laughs) Here's the thing. There is more backstory to that. But the nah, long and short of it is, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing this now. Uh, we're also switching because somebody is going to Jersey. You can't even. You're not even going to be Jersey tomorrow. You just didn't want to record tomorrow. Yeah, well, I have to. I have to leave for my flight at five a.m. And since mm. you're always eating and Ray's always mm. talking, we never start mm. on time. CK, how long do you need to prep before you leave on a flight? <laughs> You know, the weird thing is I was uh, reading this article about like meth production this morning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There is this whole like it used to be made from ephedrine, but now this P2P, which is a different chemical compound, has <gasps> been filtering up from Mexico. Uh-huh. And it actually causes severe brain damage, um, basically from just first use, not in the after school way we know of meth, but like oh. literal psychosis, which is the reason we've just been having more and more severely, really, really crazy homeless populations um oh. uh than we're accustomed to mm. i didn't actually i wasn't actually listening to the question i get close <laughs> to giving an answer no. you know Here's what that's thing. more interesting than the answer also that <laughs> sounds, that sounds terrible but my first thought was <laughs> will i not have to go to the pharmacy every time to get my uh claritin d 
<laughs> anymore Girl, because I could make that you Claret and D just like in my kitchen after reading this article. I mean, it's it's <laughs> no, like cookies. No. You just put okay, compounds no, together. No, 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 no. What? This is a public podcast. I'm not no, talking I, about I, drugs. I'm talking about cough medicine. I'm not an animal. <laughs> I mean, they make you sign that crap out. Like, I go to CVS and I have to be, go to the counter and be like, can I get this over-the-counter really good allergy medicine, please? And they're like, yup. And then they take my ID. They make me sign for it so they can see if I'm making meth. So if this new meth means that I can just get it like the regular Allegra or the regular Clar- Claritin with no D, which you can just go up and buy – uh gina I mean. refuses to get it without the d that is <laughs> look i know about her i need everyone knows i can't get enough of the d anything anything else leaves me feeling not right so also Man, I, that's not even like a problem in my life i don't even have to use like a library card i just take what i want i get what i want you know yeah. I'm just, I'm swimming in allegra <laughs> wow wow it must it must be great yeah. i just want gina i just want you to know that uh not everybody has to do all that signing and IDing and stuff like that. You are being profiled. How does it feel? It's, it's be, is it because like, I'm from Jersey? <laughs> she does meth 100%. Make sure that she only gets a little bit of this cough med. Is it because the everyone knows that the, the, the foremost sellers of meth are short girls from Jersey? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Robert Clark Chan. That's Gina Polito. We're doing a show called Knowing is Half the Podcast, where we talk about cartoons and occasionally even introduce ourselves. Uh, um, so, sometimes we talk about meth production, apparently. Uh, yeah. It was a great, fascinating article. You know, you wouldn't think there'd be like that much of a difference. Anyway, anyway. I, I mean, Here's I just rewatched all of Breaking Bad, so it's fascinating <laughs> to me because I feel like I know everything there is to know about making meth now. <laughs> Like, if you know how to do shrinky dinks in the oven, you're basically a meth maker. Oh, I love shrinky dinks. Wait, is making meth as, as fun <laughs> oh, as boom, shrinky gotcha. dinks? Oh, That's yeah. Good. I mean, if if love of what? shrinky dinks makes you a, makes, is enough to profile you, then profile the shit out of me because I love Oops. me some shrinky dinks. Here. Gina love that shrinky D. <laughs> yeah, shrinky D. I call, it, I call it shrinky D. I don't like to get the shrinkies without the D. <laughs> uh who picked this cartoon was it you ck or you chan it was me had oh. you heard of it before had y'all had- i i had never heard of it before and it was so bonkers like it's so i'm gonna read the wikipedia entry in a second here because it was i j- i looked at it at first and thought oh well uh it's about it's about cartoon cows okay and <laughs> it the premise is insane <laughs> I mean, look, on on the scale of what we have seen in seven years of this show, on a scale of one to ten, this is like a solid 6.5. I will agree with you that like the episode itself isn't that insane, but the premise of the show is insane. Like I would say that I would say (laughs) one of the more insane things we've watched is Rubik the Amazing Cube. That's like a 10. Yeah, like with the with a Rubik, a sentient Rubik's cube with the face and voice of a pedophile for some uh, reason, powered by the ma- magic of the Romani. Obviously, <laughs> Wait, is that is that that was that the concept? I must have blocked it out of my mind. No, yeah, you don't remember. He was on the was... back of a of a of a Romani. I'm going to keep saying Romani so I don't accidentally uh, say the G word. Yeah, uh, he was on the back of a of a um, like a tinker's cart. Um, I thought it was space aliens. Back- 
No. Tinker's cart sounds worse than the word you weren't trying to say. Does oh, it? Boy. I think it sounds cute. Tinker's <laughs> cart. Uh, one of those wagons, you know, like that don't exist anymore, but like like yeah. Pinocchio. Uh, a traveling the, wagon. The dude that stole Pinocchio, he was in one of those big old wagons. <laughs> That's what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. you're right. You're right. That I think that guy was Italian, though, because everyone knows Italian Americans are the ones making meth and stealing puppets <laughs> that might that no. look a lot like little boys. Clearly, they are the shifty ones. Uh, animals, really. <laughs> uh, tell us, CK, what is your background and history with this cartoon? Also, we should uh, name I'm... it. We haven't named it yet. Oh. Right. Oh. This is uh, the well, well, the full name because I've always just called it the Cowboys of Moon Mesa until I actually <laughs> had to look it up, and it's the Wild West Cow. That C O W because it's for the coat of the West Boys of Moon Mesa. That's Wild West Cowboys of Moon Mesa. Cow actually standing in this case for code of the West. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> going into just the title alone. <laughs> Where really, are you watching this? I mean, at home, you know, part of the Saturday morning generation before everybody had access like to streaming and cable and stuff. No, no. What part of the country? Because I don't recall oh. this ever being. Oh, out. oh, I'm from Mechanicsville, Virginia. So East Coast, uh, mm-hmm. Atlantic, South, okay. all that kind of stuff. Hence I mean, the, the, Wikipedia, <laughs> the Wikipedia page says it aired as part of ABC's Saturday morning lineup. So I don't think it was a regional thing. I think it's just that it says it ran from 92 to 93. So Chan, it was one year and maybe you were a little old, too old for cartoons at that point. Uh, but I also don't remember it. And everyone knows I'm a youthful beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I was already getting drunk in college. So yes, I have to get this. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've only ever met other people who vaguely remember it. There was nobody who was like me that actually remembered at least like one part of an episode, like what uh-huh. actually was going on. Just kind of like what you guys experienced of remembering the bonkers. There are humanoid cows who are the law and also ride horses. Why yeah. didn't the horses become yeah. humanoid? This is one of those, like, a a lot has been made of the fact that the rules of Disney animals are confusing, like, Goofy (laughs) can talk, but Pluto can't. And this is one of those worlds where, like, some cows are sentient and wear clothes, but then there there are bulls that are just regular bulls that these cows are, that these cows are hurting also there's multiple humanoid animals it's not just cows yeah and also yeah multiple non-humanoid animals so it's, it's just wackadoo well here's the thing in the in the wikipedia entry it says in the plot the first line of the plot says wild west cowboys of mumesa dealt with a mutation of some kind <laughs> So they don't even specify it. Okay, and it says okay. an irradiated comet struck the late 19th century Western Plains, creating a miles high mesa shrouded in clouds. So this magic comet created an entire town, I guess. Everything trapped on top of the mesa was, quote, calmatized <laughs> by the light from by the, the calmet, calmet. Yes. And yes. evolved into a bovipomorphic state mm-hmm. inspired by tales of the old west this new bovine community developed to the point where they emulated the era's ways of life including the requisite ruffians and corporate sheriffs corrupt sheriffs so instead of just so this was paired with teenage mutant ninja turtles and their backstory i mean i know i know maybe the the secret secrets of the goo teenage mutant ninja turtles secret secret of the ooze 
uh, went into more about how it was sort of space and all this. But what we knew about the Ninja Turtles was there was radioactive goo. Turtles yep. stepped in it and you had they, an mut- answer. they mutated. Ooh. But yeah. this is like, okay, there was a comic. It mutated things as well as beings. But then these beings aren't just mutated. They, they're they like LARPing as, <laughs> as like Wild okay. West. Well, here's, here's a problem. And I don't know if it was a failing of the creators or the Wikipedia is wrong. But this Calmet strikes the late <laughs> 19th century Western Plains. Uh-huh. That's the 1800s. And then they're inspired by old tales of the Wild West meaning contemporary tales of the Wild West that are happening right now. Yeah. So I don't know where they got it unless they were like semi-sentient as uh, (laughs) animals and watching the people around them, watching humans around them and then sought to that's uh, a really like that's a great question like what were they originally just cows on a farm and the farmer was a big like john wayne fan and he was huh. he was they were like john the cows just happened to be alive. passing by the windows and they were like well i guess we live in old west town if this is what's on the tv yeah that's a really that's a you know what i'm gonna write to the writers of this <laughs> Mm-hmm. And really get some answers. Let's, uh, uh, okay, real quick. I'm just going to click on Ryan Brown and see what else he did. Uh, did he uh, notable works TMNT and uh, Wild West Cowboys? So that's uh, okay. Okay. I mean, good much. for good for him because basically what happened was he must have been a writer on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he was probably like, "I really should pitch my own show." And then he was like, "Okay, stick with me here." There's a bunch of cows. They walked by a window once when the farmer was watching John Wayne movies. Again, and, and 1800s. Then a comet hit. And then they got sentient, but also the comic creates land somehow. <laughs> so, this article I was trying to send you guys, and I just cannot get it through the chat. Here's what it's from 2016. Here's uh-huh. what they say. Is comic book artist and writer Ryan Brown worked on Ninja Turtle comics for both Mirage Studios and Archie Comics and designed action figures for their toy line. Along the way, he conceived of Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa, the product of a strange meteor crashing in the Old West of 19th century America, creating a massive and high-rising everything Gina just said three seconds ago. <laughs> I See, I don't have uh, um, any issue with that uh, because, like, that's... That, uh, uh, Teenage Ninja Turtles is a parody of Daredevil, and that is exactly the same <clears> thing. Dude gets hit on the head with like radioactive goo, gets magic powers. Why? Who the fuck cares why? Hey. Uh, the, the turtles touch it, and they get powers. Why? Just because. So like none of that I have a problem with. Um, it, it, honestly, uh, uh, it's okay. the 90s, and there was no hat that <laughs> someone could not put another hat on top of. So this all checks out. No, again, what you're describing, though, like makes sense. Like, like mysterious goo mutates things. I'm on board. I get it. I don't care what that goo is or where it came from. Mysterious something mutates someone. I'm on board. It's when they say like, okay, it mutated them, but they also are taking on the personas of cowboys in an era and forming an entire town around this so what i want to know is like do is there any point where let's say a regular human tourist drives through this town and it becomes the fucking hills have eyes because (laughs) i assume they need to kill any human that is aware of this 
old west cow sentient cow town yeah. otherwise what happens those- to all those uh cow actors after the show went off the air like are they just <laughs> they just keep inbreeding out in the desert like what kind of issue do we have out there that's a that's a good point like are they making new like sentient cow babies well here's the thing and we'll we'll get into this in a second so this episode oh, is called we'll go, <laughs> oh, yeah no, we'll no. get into no. we'll, we'll get into it <laughs> this episode is called a sheep full of dollars mm-hmm. uh my first note is, oh my God, what the fuck is this? <laughs> because Chan, <laughs> as he does, just sent me the link and I just clicked on it and started watching. <laughs> but I will say there's one thing I like, which is that no matter how insane or short-lived or weird or crappy a cartoon was in the 80s and 90s, they still went to the trouble of writing, tr- at least trying to write banger theme songs. Chan, That's can Billy we- Dean! Can we can we get some of this theme song played here? I guess. Skies with the sound of a thousand cattle drive. Chosen the light and find the wrong with right. Up on the mesa. I've above there's a world apart from all the rest of the mesa. Yeah, Chan, are you telling me you don't like this? I thought this was a banger. This is uh, uh, pop Western nonsense to the nth degree. Yeah, this what was, you just described was, is awesome. Oh, God. This is like Garth Brooks era, Brooks <laughs> and Dunn, like, like shitty um, uh, Western country western music that uh, tried to go mainstream and i just do not care for it. but it's about cartoon cows it's everything you just described but about cartoon cows it reminded me much more of the tongue-in-cheek hey dude theme song of around the same time uh, sure never seen it oh what is wrong with you sir well- Drinking, drinking heavily at this time. Why? Uh, okay. I don't, you know what? I don't know when Hey Dude was made. CK, do you remember Hey Dude? Oh, I didn't have cable until I was 16, but I remember seeing it at my cousin's a couple times. Okay. Um, okay. It, ha- it fun, had a hell of a theme song. Fun uh, bit of trivia about Billy Dean. So this is Billy Dean, who was an actual country Western dude oh. who wrote this and performed this song. So when I went and looked him over, this is the funniest thing I've ever found. Uh, uh, He branched into um, now using music for corporate marketing. One of his venture song sessions combined songwriting and corporate team building exercises. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the best. Oh, Um, I got to find these song sessions. I feel like I have been fully vindicated on this (laughs) uh, because anybody who has a career – that involves trying to teach corporate people uh, team building <laughs> yeah. through whatever means. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it could be like uh, country music or shitty improv scenes. <laughs> Look. Hey, man, he's got a family to take care of. You know, you don't have a sheet full of dollars anymore. I, here's the thing. I would love it if this that's what this guy does. And but every every time he's doing a team building exercise, he somehow works it back to the fact that he wrote the theme song to Cowboys of Mumesa. <laughs> like if he's like, OK, like I know that, you know, sometimes people are stressed at the office. So we're going to do a little trust fall exercise. You know, 
when I was writing a little theme song for a little cartoon called <laughs> Cowboys of Moo Mesa, Wild Ooh, West Cowboys yeah, of Moo Mesa. Look at Colorado Kid. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, I I would love it if he just if this is what he brings up in every in every team building workshop. Uh, but yeah, I so my first note was what the hell is this? Oh my god. But then my second note, which I chat, I quickly chatted to Chan, is this is the horniest cow cartoon show I've ever seen in my life. Okay, let's let's begin at the beginning. We're gonna go through this step by <laughs> the step. Horniness is the beginning. CK, feel free to jump in whenever you want to. But uh, uh, no. okay, we got three cowboys. Uh, capital C period, capital O period, capital W period. We need to Cold clarify. Of the West. Uh, Marshall Moo Montana, played uh-huh. by Pat Fraley, who I hope Gina recognizes who that is. I'm bad with names. No, who who does he play? Uh, you didn't recognize Duke's voice. It, oh, is that? Oh no! Did you not, Duke? Oh, no, don't tell Ray. <laughs> oh, good God! Look, we've good only been hosting here. a podcast about GI Joe for seven years. I Ugh. can't, I can't be expected to remember every minor or main character in. <laughs> Oh, he was also he also did the voice of uh uh Krang. Oh yeah, no, he did a ton Casey of stuff. Casey Jones. But things that you should know that I you know. should be able to recognize, boom, like that. I know. Wait, uh, I thought got, Duke was someone else. I thought Duke was I, I mean, you just listen to it. You just listen to okay. it. Okay. Okay. We've got Dakota Dude, who is played by Jim Cummings, um, who obviously played uh, um uh, Yeah, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh Tigger. Also- a billion other things, yeah. And the Colorado kid, yes. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Bennett. I don't know who he is. I didn't bother looking him up. Oh, poor Jeff oh, Bennett. Poor Colorado. <laughs> You're watching uh, a cattle drive. Oh, he voiced Johnny Bravo. So you're you're definitely a certain generation here. And Dexter's dad in Dexter's laboratory. So okay, he's more, he's more of a he's more of a next gen guy right. after after these other two. Uh, that makes that, sense. that was that was like Cartoon Network in its prime. And it makes Brooklyn sense. Brooklyn and Gargoyles. Oh, this guy has, has a great, great. He's he's the young one in this trio. Yeah. He's a noob. And so he's insecure about uh, you know, his experience and all that. Um, they're watching cattle drive by. Um, kid starts making eyes with Sally Sue Holstein. Yeah, who's um, very sexy, by the way. Like they draw her in a very like we want to confuse you, little kids, just like just like sexy bugs bunny. We're trying to confuse you because we're drawing this. Like they give her makeup. She's very bosomy. Uh, that's that's doesn't look like a good Christian cow though. I'll say that. <laughs> that's approximately what I wrote in my notes. I wrote, <laughs> "Jesus, look at those tits." <laughs> Teats, uh, Jesus. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's not a thing I would normally write. Sure, it isn't. They so very specifically tried to make them as human-like and sexualized for young boys as humanly possible. I as mean, even, possible. even the even the dude cows are supposed to be like very sexily masculine. And I was legitimately like, why 
why are they so horny for these cows? Like, why did they have to make them so sexy? Yeah, I was surprised by what age, uh, the change that age in me has come in, that I've switched on which cow I thought was the sexiest from oh. when I was very young when I saw this to now. Okay, I like now, know. Yeah. Oh, I think I was just really into power when I was a child, so it was uh-huh. always Marshall Moo. But this time around, you know, I love the get up and get him of Colorado, but I think the silence of Dakota is uh-huh. what's working for me at this age. Doesn't he seem responsible? Yeah, and he's described as the soft-spoken muscle of Montana's posse. So yeah, I think I think I think he is the one you want to go with. I think in the fuck Mary kill that is Marshall Moo Montana, Dakota dude, and the Colorado kid. I think he's he's probably I don't know, maybe he's I think maybe it's it's you marry Marshall because he's got the most steady job, you fuck Dakota dude because he's the soft spoken muscle, and then you kill poor Colorado kid because he's just not he just doesn't have he has some sort of unearned <laughs> confidence, but he also has no confidence, and I feel like he'd be this is this is why we don't do fuck Mary Kill anymore <laughs> because it always ends up with Gina going, yeah, that's one hundred percent correct, which you just said. <laughs> Um, but, but let's be honest, Marshall Moo definitely was using the F word way longer than he should have been, despite oh, how yeah. good of a cow he is. The Colorado kid has been on three different improv teams. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Dakota's always convinced the, he's the best one. Mm-hmm. So I got a whole clock. Got a whole, nope, not going any further into comedy. You were saying, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> It'll uh, just be its own topic. We can't do that. No, 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 no. We're, we will cover everything. There will not be a stone left unturned when we're done with this goddamn thing. Uh, but then also, like, a second sexy cow lady shows up. So, like, the the first sexy cow lady, what's her name? Uh, Sally Sue Holstein. Okay, yeah, Sally Sue Holstein. Clearly a tramp. Oh, yeah. Okay. She yeah. just wants to see him drive cattle. She's looking to, you know, like, rev her engine. And what gets it off is to see smaller, less evolved versions of her being driven through the prairie by uh, uh she wants her man to actually have a skill and a job she's the problem for having standards in the 19th oh, century shit. wild west real quick real quick <laughs> uh, standards would be having a decent job a settled down job like an accountant or accountant. you know a i'm jesus wow <laughs> yeah no no full, full marks to you uh, accountant, yes, that is correct. Uh, I, so I just uh, looked up who plays her, by the way, and it's mm-hmm. Russie Taylor who does the voice of Martin Prince on The Simpsons, and oh also was and also was a uh, uh, the voice of Minnie Mouse for about eighteen years. She does Sherry and Terry on The Simpsons. Oh, and German exchange student Uter, who's one of the most quotable <laughs> Simpsons characters. Uh, so that's pretty cool. It also it also kills my boner for this lady cow because now I'm just picturing Martin Martin Prince dressed up as a sexy lady cow. <laughs> now, does it really kill your boner, or are you still kind of thinking about I'm it? I'm still kind of thinking. But then they introduce this other lady cow, and I'm just well, like, hold on. all right, we're not I get even it. there yet. We got to deal with the fact that Sally has a weird kink. Uh, <laughs> as, as I was saying. Like if if you uh you CK you would be attracted to a normal type job, this Sally Sue, it, uh, if she were human, she would be into someone who rounded up like hundreds of chimpanzees, 
and just brought out a whip and was just like, whoosh, whoosh. yeah, yeah, I'm going to drive you to, to be taken to be slaughtered. Yeah. Oh, How's I that see. feel? Mm-hmm. You think, She's you, sassy. I'd take her out. Yeah. So you think it's weird because it's, 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 because it's like when cartoon pigs eat like a BLT or something. Like it's yes. too, it's too close up. But also, doesn't, what's the thing that sort of explains? <laughs> I think I think it's Bojack Horseman where there's like chickens who run the chicken farms and they're like, no, some chickens are for eating and some chickens are are for like being human like chickens. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure the uh, the people who ran the triangle trade said exactly the same thing. Look, Chan, I I think if the end of times happens, which it's getting ever clearer that it will in our lifetime. <laughs> happens. It happened. And and it just becomes soylent green. I think you will you will keep your head down and eat those little green discs made of people. Yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not gonna be one pulling the lever. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have the guts. <laughs> CK will, 100%. And also, if we end up in a post-apocalyptic future, she is absolutely the one to be dressed up in bondage gear and making all the other people get gasoline for her. Okay, now I'm a little more community than that. It wouldn't be making so much as a, it much. it's much better for you if you do it. You know, oh. you get more benefits... If you do this thing, I'm telling you to do. Don't become addicted to water. If we are in a post-apocalypse, the end of days happened. I don't know if I'm the only one who noticed. The end of days happened. This is the after part. But I'm still in my air-conditioned apartment. It's slow. (laughs) (laughs) G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Adamu Mesa, a new legend is born. Heroes with hooves and hides and horns. Wild West Cowboys! Sheriff Terrell Bull was whipping up a scheme and his cowboy's gang was looking real mean. But Moo Montana's always ready for trouble and he stopped that sheriff with his quick draw double. Wild West Cowboys! Colorado roped him as a matter of course. Geronimo rode the iron horse. With cannon blazing, he showed him who's best. The good guys win. That's, That's the code, code of the West. West. Wild West Cowboys come with everything you see here. Figures an iron horse eats souls. Now, back to G.I. Joe. We, well, uh, uh, a bull goes nuts because he sees somebody's red underpants. No, it's, so again, it's a whole red, dre- red dress. She's dancing, oh, she's okay. and the red poof of her skirt is waving back and forth. Okay. The bull uh, flips out. 
yeah uh, runs at her uh uh this now uh, this is a a one of the i guess non-mutated bulls yes that's just a regular bull which again it's weird did they import all these bulls after the the meteor hit and but, i also yeah. think it's important to to ask the question is that bull trying to chase her to kill her or to oh. mate with her oh okay okay or both wild west I think, I think it would be frowned upon in this sentient cow town to mm-hmm. have sex with the non, non-humanized cows. I think it would be, I think it would be frowned upon. I think it's like, there's like one really weird old coot out like on the, on the corner of town that everyone's like, Oh, that's Pete. He does what he wants. We don't, we mm-hmm. don't talk about Pete. We all sort of look the other way. But if you're if you're not sort of an old codger and you live in town and you're like, well, I'm just going to go down and I'm going to fuck one of these uh, one of these bulls. I think they'd be like, whoa, dude, hold on. I'm not saying that Sally Sue is into it. I'm saying this would be full on sexual assault. This would be a horror as the bull like chases her down and has his way with her. I think he he wants to gore her. I think whatever that means to you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think he. Well, I mean, this is a population that doesn't even use guns. Did you notice he was shooting a cactus and it's oh, was it a cactus? That makes much more sense. I I I thought it was a green pepper. (laughs) That's what. That's exactly what I thought. Wait, did you really? Oh well, it's a good thing CK is here because I have a feeling if Ray was here, he would have. 100% 100% also thought it was a green pepper <laughs> and we would have all just been talking like that was fact. But it was so embarrassing. It oh just makes much more sense. Ray does not eat vegetables. He would never have seen a green pepper. That's true. He would <laughs> he would probably assume it was some sort of green candy. <laughs> Anywho, the bull attacks. He, he chases her. They run through the house. Uh, uh, he runs into the town. They run through a china shop, which, you know what? For the level of comedy here, yeah. I'll take that. That's I, a fun I, I took it. I, I was uh, like, okay. I, you know, like a little bit, a, I, I understand a little bit predictable. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Montana and Dakota round them up and everything's hunky-dory. They go and have a drink. Uh, sarsaparilla, I imagine. Yeah, the, uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's it's sarsaparilla. Uh, it's probably Sioux City sarsaparilla, which is the only sarsaparilla I'm familiar with, mostly from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> it's it's a it's a worse form of root beer. So. I've never. I don't know if I've ever. I think I tried it once. Have you you I, you've tried it, Chan? Have you tried it, CK? I've never tried it, Chan. What's the scoop? It's it's like a, it's like an herby uh, root beer. Like before, they nice. could just like make like a vanilla kind of root beer. They're just like, ah, eh, just dig up some shit and put it into the barrel. Sugar, good. I want it. I want some. Uh, Where is it? Bevmo. They have it. They have it. Yes. Okay, I'll go it's get It's a thing some. for cranks like you. I, I mean, why, we should have been drinking it while we're doing this podcast. We got to really theme our podcasting snacks better, Chan. But do we? Do we really? Yeah. Y'all could just be better liars. No one can see you. That's true. Ooh, mm. I'm sipping on this sarsaparilla. It's delicious. <laughs> mm, boy, God. that tastes like the West. <laughs> mm, tastes like space work. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoy I enjoy having, you know, worked in cartoons and anyone who's watched a uh, regular show will know that the that wings, you know, hot wings were a stand in for getting drunk. 
<laughs> uh, I hope I hope that's common knowledge and I'm not spilling some insider secret <laughs> that I'm not so but I like when cartoons have to clearly get around S and P and yeah. uh uh Salt and pepper. you know because because S and P does give a lot of notes of like whatever they're drinking. Yeah, salt and pepper, sentient salt and pepper that got hit with a meteor <laughs> and uh came to a whole seasoning society, yeah. Go on. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I like when they're you know because S and P will say like, well, if you're if you're showing them drinking soda, the bottle can't be brown because that's that might make someone somewhere think of beer, and then they'll write an angry letter. Uh, and and to me, sarsaparilla is is great because I think like when I was in high school, I thought sarsaparilla was alcoholic. Like I didn't, <laughs> you know, I'm not like it, it's it's one of those things that's like rare enough that it's not like people in Jersey were drinking sarsaparilla. So when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, it must be some sort of old west booze. So if hmm. I was watching this cartoon, I would have been like, oh man, they're feeding that sheep beer, some, some sort <laughs> of sugary beer. That's, that's funny that it backfired on them because yeah, like out here in the West, everybody knows what sarsaparilla is. Most people don't bother trying because they know it's, it's the sort of thing you'd find in one of those theme parks in uh, what a Jupiter's claim, something like that. Yeah. Oh man. Don't look up. Don't look <laughs> up when you're in Jupiter's claim. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fun that, uh, that it's, everybody now thinks that it's alcoholic, even though it's not, I mean, maybe not everybody, maybe I'm dumb. No. Thank you. Thank you. That was a perfect pause. It was just the exact <laughs> moment I was listening and looking at this coloring book photo of Marshall Moose. He just, I mean, you know, I'm about Dakota, but he looks sexy as hell. Oh. <laughs> and then ended up hurting, almost hurting Gina's feelings. Good job, team. No. <laughs> we nailed it. Uh, they're in the saloon. Miss Lily has a livestock delivery job, which is vague enough that, you know, it's not actually the cattle drive that, um, the Colorado kid has been hoping for, uh, so that he can, uh, you know, uh, get, get the, uh, get the swamp wet for him by being all manly and such. Yeah. So he turns out Colorado kid is basically like. What's the other chick's name? You know, I'm not good with names. Uh, Fortunately, I wrote it down. Sexy lady cow number one. Sally Sue Holstein. Sally Sue Holstein. She's not a main character. She's she's apparently not a main character. So I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and she's like way down at the bottom. But uh, but yeah, so she she does not want want a cow inside her who has not at least (laughs) done done. Uh, one cattle run. What's it called? <laughs> cattle drive. Cattle drive. <laughs> <sighs> Look, I watched City Slickers. Tell us you're from Jersey without telling us you're from Jersey. What's a cow? Burgers come from that? Uh, excuse me, sir. J- Jersey has a ton of cows. It is. It is the uh, the. Oh, now y'all are right. Yeah, it's it's got it's gonna, got a lot of farmlands in Jersey. It's my I was going to make my, a joke about the the uh, attractiveness of the women in Jersey as well, but <laughs> it seemed a little too uh, lowbrow for me. So I appreciate you stepping I, in. I and see. Taking I that see. Uh, yeah, my brother lived next to a horse farm. There's a lot of farmland in Jersey. <laughs> We're talking South Jersey, right? Not North Jersey. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously not like Newark or something like that. There's not cows walking around Newark. But someone, I'm going home on Wednesday, on on 
two days from when we're recording this podcast <laughs> and uh uh people have just been posting all the pictures of all the town bears uh, town bears yeah so there's a lot of woods around our house my house in jersey it's a lot of woods <laughs> a lot of woods and there are brown and black bears that just like come and and sort of and everyone knows just to like leave them alone but someone got on their like you know security camera this one cow this one bear not cow that like you know was was going for for a garbage can but we have you know a lot of protections on our garbage cans so that the bears can't get in you and have can got, condoms? It, it got mad yeah we we protect our garbage with bear condoms uh but it was mad it was trying to pick it up and throw it it was getting pissed off and people were like hey maybe leave this don't like approach this bear <laughs> yeah uh, so wonderful when are we gonna get my jersey. sentient uh mutated jersey bear show that i really want <laughs> man if you want to do the montauk island hour <laughs> i'd listen to the hell of that <laughs> so there's a livestock delivery job turns out to be just a single sheep named miss you baby yeah which, ewe yeah yeah it took me a minute i because I live in the uh, digital era. I was like, like YouTube, baby. <laughs> All right, Y O U B A B Y. Oh no! Um, kid doesn't want to do it because it's not manly enough. Uh, but the other two, he already said that he was going to do it. He was super excited. They invoke the code of the West, <laughs> so that he must do it because yeah. he said that he would. It's a promise is a promise. Also, you know the the they really they really are hammering home the emasculation with the fact that the this sheep has a dainty pink bow, and boys in the early nineties didn't want to have anything to do with a single sheep with a dainty pink bow. Cows <laughs> <laughs> is just melting off my hands looking at this bow. <laughs> I mean, considering like uh, how taut the bosoms gina are on these lady cows i feel like the the pink bow is like way down the list of uh gender issues that we got to deal with in this cartoon oh like Again, you wanted just this... attacking women yeah you wanted this sheep to have some sweet tits is what you're saying you're like oh i, why I don't understand they... why the cowman gave some uh animals tits and others not it doesn't yeah, make any sense i mean to me. i wonder if some of the animals have comet tit envy uh, like, I wonder if they're like, oh, come on now. We were all normal cows. You gave her a D cup and I've got bees. <laughs> and then the D cup is like, it's way easier for you to buy button up shirts because they don't do that little pooch in the middle when you're trying to shop for cute button up shirts. You know, we all have that problem, right? <laughs> yes, I do now. Uh, Just got but my brain's stuck in the difference between cup sizes on sheep, dependent on what how they get sheared. <laughs> like, what are we dealing with when it comes off? And like, how how does at what point do you have to get the blur out? If you've got different cup sizes on sheep and they got to get sheared, oh like, at yeah. At what point do they got to get the black bar? At what size? Because you know, I mean, we we find out, I guess, <laughs> later on because they get sheared. The, the, a lot of sheep just buck naked and they display modesty as would a sentient human person. So now we have to ask, did the animals air quote animals have some level of intelligence too? And so like killing them for food, still really weird. 
Oh, so uh, you caught, saw those crazy, like, faces when they got sheared too, huh? Mm-hmm. This is, I will say, I will say that Colorado Kid, he proves that he's not the best listener here because <laughs> sexy lady cow number two, who the one who has you, baby, is very clearly trying to tell him something. Like, she, she's very much like, oh, it's probably not the best job for you. And he's like, I don't, I can't hear what you're saying. I, it sounds like you're talking a lot, but everyone knows that when women talk 50% as much as men, they think that you're speaking twice as much. So I'm just not going to listen to you. And she's like, but, but, and he's like, no, no, give me, give me my cattle run that oh, yeah. I need to run across the country. And she's finally just like, all right. So he has no one to blame but himself. And those oh, other absolutely. cows are correct for holding him to his word. They're like, look, mm-hmm. if you're not going to listen to a woman, if you're going to promise one big titted cow that you're going to be a man and you're going to do all this shit. And then you promise another big titted cow that you'll deliver her special <laughs> package. Mm-hmm. You got to stick to your word, man. Yep. All of this is correct. This is why he wouldn't do. This is why he's the he's the kill in the fuck, Mary kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, were, what were you going to say, CK? I was going to say, I bet he wouldn't be having so much attitude if it was Calamity Jane he was talking to, you know? There is a Calamity Jane in this, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah. We just kept talking about the big tittied um, cows. I just wanted (laughs) to throw out, I want to throw out a little something to my girl Calamity Jane. Is she kind of uh, flat chested? (laughs) <laughs> and she's wearing a she's wearing a button up and there's no gap in the center so okay okay yeah so she's uh, she's probably a b cup <laughs> also, to be fair i feel like for all of the uh uh gonzo knockers that these ladies have there should be like a you should be able to look at the pants of the marshal and be able to see like a like a big, uh, um, big you know, lump there. Yeah, and going like, oh my goodness. He oh is, yeah. He well, I, you know, I could also see, I could also see at least one of these cows stuffing uh, to make it look <laughs> like their pants are, to make it look like they're really packing. I mean, just say Colorado kid. Just say, it. you know that that's who it would be. He's a piece of shit. No, it's just so hard so I can ride on the saddle longer. I'm not stuffing. <laughs> uh, you know what? I will say that this, uh, this I'm about to alienate our entire male audience, which let's be real is 98% of our audience. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think I've talked before about my issues uh, with, the, with the movie Scott Pilgrim uh, versus mm. the world. Indeed. Because uh, he has a perfectly awesome, awesome girlfriend in the beginning who he then totally fucks over, who's really yep. supportive and goes to see his band and really likes video games and really just enjoys hanging out with him uh, to chase this sort of manic pixie dream girl. And mm. I, I that this is sort of how I felt when they when they introduced the 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 lady who has you, baby, like she's. Mm she's delivering this sheep to fund a hospital. She's also pretty sexy herself and she's right there. And Colorado kid is not horny for her. Like she just, well, that's seems- the Marshall's cow, man. He can't be stepping to the, um, the Marshall's heifer. Oh, is that, is, is it? I had no idea. I had no idea they were together. Well, Come on, Gina. How, how would you, Oh, you didn't catch the entire season. Like I did 20 years ago. <laughs> no, but I mean, He's the the big sexy sheriff. She's the um 
the school marm. You can say it. Well, it's either going to be a school marm <laughs> or it's going to be the uh, sassy uh, saloon owner. Uh-huh, uh huh. Sometimes both, and you mix. You know, you go back and forth. Yeah. But uh, absolutely, she's got to be his guy. Okay. His guy. Well, that, that I mean, that makes me respect him more that he's that he's secure enough in his cowhood. That he's like, yeah, I look at like my woman's making plans. She's delivering money to hospitals. She's not only delivering money to hospitals, but also doing it in a very clever way, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's got she's got the brains and the cow tits is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'll be on your headstone. <laughs> yeah, this will be, this will be like, like, like 50 years from now when I have my own show and I'm a, a, a spry 62. That's right. I'm 12 years old. Uh, <laughs> someone will unearth this podcast and it'll be like, does Gina Ippolito want to fuck a cow? <laughs> then they're like, yeah, but did you see the cow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, guys, in my defense, look at her. <laughs> <laughs> like to quote to quote Robert, you know, she's got big cow titties. <laughs> I mean, it's the whole package. <laughs> she's got everything. Uh, uh, yeah, I like this lady. I like this lady cow a lot. Not that I didn't like the other sexy cow lady. I just didn't know why they had to make her so sexy. <laughs> And now we know because just it's not just going to be any ordinary cow that's going to catch the eye of Marshall Moo Montana. Yeah, at some point I just wrote the sexiness of these cows is very unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. Code of the West. <laughs> again, again, I chatted it to Chan. This is the horniest cartoon cow show I've ever watched. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of cartoon cow shows. <laughs> I thought you were exaggerating, and it turns out you were not. Not even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I chatted it to Chan like before he had watched it. And then today, when he was watching it at the last second, as he does, uh, he chatted me and said, Holy crap. I I did not realize you were I thought you were exaggerating. I thought you were uh I did not realize you were being serious. But yes, this is a very horny cow show. <laughs> Well, the West uh, was gross and hot. Like uh, that was its thing. Everyone that's was true. Just, every disease possible and just bare fucking everywhere. Yeah, that that <laughs> is that is true. That's true. Uh, Miss Lily reveals there's a bunch of money under the uh, sheep fur. The villains, uh, the the two henchmen, Saddle Sore Scorpion and Boot Hill Buzzard, over Terrible. here. The Saddle Sore Scorpion is just like they they said. <laughs> what is the worst combination of words that we can string together? It took me a little while to realize what the hell he was supposed to be because he looks like. He looks like he's like wearing a frog costume at some point. I don't know what's going <laughs> well, on with his character design, you, but you don't see his tail until a little bit later. So at first, I was I didn't know what was up. Then I looked it up, uh, and I was like, "Oh, right, 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 right. That makes sense." Yeah, and he uh, he's these are the two these are the two as every cartoon has the the comic relief the comic relief yeah. henchmen. Uh, and they're not Rose too and bad. and Guildenstern. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like them. Uh, I like Sheriff. I like that the the bad guy's name is Sheriff. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Uh, terrible. It's like the word terrible. Yes. Oh. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you CK. Uh, I don't know why you're running back article. Oh, by the way, Sheriff Terrible is voiced by the one and only Amer- uh, Italian-American dream, Joe Piscopo. 
is he the Italian American dream? I mean, my parents love him. <laughs> Good enough for Fair me. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they go back. Uh, oh yeah, there's a stage couch, uh, which is kind of fun. Like I, I feel like uh, they really commit to jamming every bovine pun in they can, and I'm yeah. okay with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, like this seems like a this cl- seems like a job for Robert Clark Chan. If I ever sold a a sexy cow cartoon, uh huh, and I needed a cow pun. Mm-hmm. I would chat. I would chat Chan, yeah, because he's he's, just, he's the he's the master of puns. Drop me in there to doctor up your script. Yeah, um, you're a it. jack of all trades, master of pun. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, that is. Uh, I could taste that. Very specific. <laughs> yeah, feel feel free to use that on your resume, Chan. <laughs> I will not. No, thank you. Uh, but no, ever, never. Uh, Sheriff Terrible plots to grab the money. Um, they, uh, start talking about how the sheep is, uh, is like a bank in sheep's clothing, uh, which is pretty cute. And then there's this line. <laughs> Does the bank have to be dead or alive? <laughs> it just has to keep our interest. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> again, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I respect it too. Uh, also, also side note on the Wikipedia page. I don't think we're introduced to this character, but there's a character named Barney Finkelberg, who's a, a con artist who used the alias of Jacques Labeef. That's the only mm-hmm. description. But he's voiced by Tim Curry, and this is yes. the second cartoon in a row we watched where there's some sort of minor character voiced by Tim Curry, which is always he, insane to me. He did a crap ton of work in the 90s. But it's and just I so weird the that they're all like minor characters. Like we like uh we we just watched uh Pirates of Dark Water and he's a character who maybe has one line an episode. Like <laughs> that's insane. Well, he still had a movie career, so they're probably just like, "Hey, do you want to spend an hour and make a chunk of change?" He's like, "Yeah, okay." Cuz yeah. dude works. He's a worker. Uh, that's one of the reasons I respect him so much. Yeah, I apologize for not finding an episode with Tim Curry in it. I should have done my research more. Uh, and it's a cool thing about it's, it's a okay. cool thing about voiceover actors too, is because it's because it's it's good pay for relatively little time investment. You get these. I don't know if everyone is watching Sandman as uh, Chan and I have been. But uh, there's a there's a much loved character from the comics that that has a pumpkin for a head, and Mark Hamill did that character, even though he he like isn't in it a ton. Uh, yeah. Which was which was very cool because it, as soon as he showed up, I was like, oh shit, they actually put this character in here. This is weird. <laughs> and then when he starts speaking, I was like, holy shit, that's Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I love it when super famous people like Italian American Jersey native oh, Joe Lord. Piscopo show yeah, up in well, cartoons. That's, uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, we we still got a long ways to go, and we're almost at an hour. I uh, mean, we don't really. There's, there's. It's really just cattle driving from here on out. <laughs> Yeah, well, but if but, you don't explain to the listening audience these action scenes, they're not going to get the full weight and gravity of the cows of Mumesa. Here's That's the thing. true. Nobody's going to go watch this cartoon, so we have to you tell should. them about you it. Should. Uh, the Colorado kid is overly cocky, and he is not good at driving this single sheep. He 
sort of screws up at every turn. It's a willful sheep. I mean, I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, uh, what do you think? You think when you drive drive cattle, they're like, yep, we'll we'll go wherever. Look, I've watched City Slickers. And, and there, <laughs> if there's one thing that that documentary and part two of that documentary, mm-hmm. City Slickers, mm-hmm. The Search for Curly's Gold, mm-hmm. taught me, it's that cows have a mind of their own, much like <laughs> this sheep. But the sheep is addicted to sarsaparilla. So uh, sexy lady cow number two is like, if you ever have any trouble, just coax her with this sarsaparilla. And we quickly find out that this this dainty little sheep refuses to go in the mud. Uh, They they run across a mud hole. Uh, The kid doesn't want to get his clothes dirty because, you know, he's that kind of guy. He wants to keep his clothes clean. He also packs extra clothes. Like he keeps talking about how many outfits he has. He has a second outfit yeah which is yeah well in keeping with his character uh he runs across a an actual cattle drive with the other cowboys i think they might be supposed to be hyenas because they start laughing at him oh um, they're laughing at him because you know that's he's just got one sheep and they've got all these cows so yeah i i, I didn't register what they were but they looked more like like coyotes uh, okay I don't know, something okay. along those lines um then they run into moving quicksand which is <laughs> definitely a thing yeah uh, uh, also like a river also like very much a, a cartoons of the 80s and early 90s overused yeah. trope but yeah i've never seen moving quicksand before because no, it's, it's not a thing <laughs> it probably was also transformed by the calmet Go to the uh, West. This is moving quicksand. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the- it's basically like a rushing. It, like they were like, oh, what if, uh, what if we have to have them cross like a rushing river, which is a thing in City Slickers? What if we have to have them cross a rushing river? And I think the animators were like, we're out of the color blue. Can we make it brown? <laughs> and they were like, oh, you can't make water brown. And they're like, what if it's like really muddy water? And they were like, all right, we'll split the difference and make it moving quicksand. And everyone's like, done, <laughs> done. They get sucked down into a whirlpool and almost die. They're hanging on inside the whirlpool to a root, kind of like a branch if they were hanging off a cliff, that trope. Yeah, this moving then- quicksand also has a whirlpool in it. They're th- they're they're expecting us to take a lot, a there's, lot in there's here. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> then Dakota freeze them by what sticking an oar into the whirlpool going the other direction and yeah. somehow that spits them out because it's smart. like the sarlacc i guess or this is smart this is not smart that it's is not smart. how fluid dynamics works you're in just, any you're way you're just jealous of dakota mm-hmm. <laughs> you see him not just being a provider but a science hero and you can't take it <laughs> also why why is he following Colorado kid just to like keep an eye on him or no oh, because she right. t- uh, Miss Lily told them about the money and money he doesn't he doesn't know right right yeah. right so yeah he, yeah I, I imagine the Colorado kid is gonna have a real uh, uh chip on his shoulder about this very moment because he needs to be saved by Dakota uh for a while I think five years from now they'll be at a dinner party and he'll he'll just sort of be like well you know you didn't I didn't need your help that one time uh, you did it. And Dakota's like, Jesus, are we still, are we still talking about this? Like, you I don't were- think Dakota brings it up. And I don't think that uh, Colorado kid would want to bring it up. So <laughs> I think, I think not. they're both drunk on alcoholic sarsaparilla. And that's uh-huh. when, okay. that's okay. when Colorado kid is like, you think you're better than me? And Dakota's <laughs> like, no, I, I, 
I don't. And he's like, yeah, you do. Ever since I <laughs> fell into that moving quicksand that also turned out to be a whirlpool. Like, you, no, no, I'm a provider. I'm a, I'm a good me. man. I don't need, <laughs> we don't we have to play ego games like this. What's it? <laughs> Uh, the, the sheep refuses to go to sleep. So Marshall's like, Hey, uh, kid, like earn your keep fucking play for the sheep. So she'll go to sleep and he plays and it doesn't work. Then, uh, yeah, Marshall all public domain songs, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. which I love They're they're They basically cycle through every public domain song that they can. <laughs> every West related. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Home on the range. She'll be coming around uh, the mountain. They're just like, look, what was made more than a hundred years ago that we could use <laughs> and not pay money for. <laughs> and guys, it was the 19th century. There were only five songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's all they're they just need. being accurate. uh turns out dakota's voice which is the most the loudest and most horrible of the three (laughs) turns out to be the thing that uh the sheep is into she goes boom out like a light they fall asleep the masked bull who is in fact uh a sheriff term turbo turbo sheriff turbo uh (laughs) in disguise steals the sheep swaps it out for a fake one Mm -hmm. they uh uh, they they go along and they're trying to get to the elbows bend. Uh, the this new sheep jumps right over the mud hole and they're like, "Whoa, this is mm. vicious." They get into yeah, town. Here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest. So I I don't know if I wasn't paying close attention or maybe I was taking <clears> a note at this part, but like I saw the masked sheriff go up to uh you baby, and then mm-hmm. I think it cuts, so you don't see yes, what he does. does to her. So Correct. I assumed that he took this is this is where my brain went i assumed he took the money from her mm-hmm. and now she just felt so much lighter and mm-hmm. like was like had more range of movement that she was like yeah i'm going to jump over this mud i did not realize that he had swapped out the sheep and i felt real dumb uh, <laughs> no i thought the same thing actually oh okay good yeah cuz like cuz i was like oh of course she's if she's got like gold and jewels strapped to her She's not yeah. gonna want to be jumping over things. Like I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to jump on things. If I, I've got weights strapped to my belly. So I <laughs> thought she was just like, yeah, I'm gonna jump over this. And then when they're like, oh yeah, uh, there's something different about this, this sheep. And then they get word that the original sheep, I guess, had a wild time in her 20s because she has a rose tattoo on her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> on her arm i don't know who tattooed sisters <laughs> i don't know who tattooed this sheep why the sheep wanted a tattoo i mean i believe it was for property rights and whatnot like you can establish yeah, who that's, owns the oh, sheep oh maybe maybe like the idea of branding was too violent to little kids maybe that's it that's no, what I, that's that's Lily's sheep. She's not going to put some ugly brand on her favorite yeah, sheep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Make her look hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, "It's you can tell it's mine, but I'm not." She's still got to be fuckable. Is the important thing. <laughs> yeah, even go to the west. Sheared. Go to the west. <laughs> even when she's sheared, and then we get a pretty another pretty good joke. A rose tattoo. <laughs> no tattoo on this lamb shoulder, Moo. That means only one thing. She got the tattoo removed. That's a, I, I mean, that made me oh, chuckle. Sixteen. <laughs> 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 she's slowly lowering her wool off her little shoulder. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
the the artists for this cartoon were not going to be happy unless you wanted to fuck every character on this show. Yep, yep. yep. Like, stop mining, they struck gold. <laughs> yeah. Like, the execs, like, went over the storyboard art for this show. And they were like, okay, yeah, this is, yeah, this is, like, I like, it's a good story. I could use something. I think that the animals aren't fuckable enough. <laughs> And then the writers were like, that's it? That's your that's your note for us? Oh. You want us to... Yeah, maybe throw in a joke about tattoo removal. Okay. I don't want to fuck the sheep. That's what's wrong. <laughs> I feel like yeah. the executives saw the finished product and they all kind of looked at each other and then were like, you know what? That's, uh, th- this is fine. Y- no, this, this is fine. And inside their heads, every single one of them was like, I want to... Do I want to fuck that cow? <laughs> should I say something? Should yeah. I, is it a problem? That I should. No, I can't. I can't say it because then if I tell Ted that I want to fuck the cow, he's gonna think I'm weird. And Ted over there is like, I can't tell Ernie that I want to fuck that cow. He's gonna think I'm weird. So nobody said a word. Went right by. I thought this whole time I thought it was the 180 rule, but really I just want to be inside this cow. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the hospital is <laughs> not going to get built now because there's no money. They got to figure out where this very specific sheep is. Uh, and clearly, they don't know what any sheep looks like. They can't tell the difference. So they don't know what to do. They have sheep face blindness is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> sheep sheep uh, wool blindness. <laughs> uh, the bad guys forgot their clippers so they actually established why they didn't just grab the money which is pretty cool um they forgot the clippers uh, one of the one of the uh, flunkies forgot so i have to go back to cowtown they're heading back with it they uh the cowboys call their friend jr and yeah, i was which concerned. i can only assume is a dallas reference at this point right yeah probably yeah you know. Uh, they were uh, like, the- every Western show made after Dallas have to have has to have a JR in it. J.R. Ewing. They could have called the fucking uh, uh, sheep J.R. Ewing. That would have been amazing. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seem, seems a little sophisticated. No, <laughs> seems maybe. like it's not sexy enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's going to want to fuck that sheep. The execs aren't going to want to fuck that sheep. They're not going to go home and have sex with their wives while thinking of that sheep. uh jr uh when i looked at the wikipedia i was like oh boy here we go uh he's an indian bison who occasionally aids Uh, in colorado Mm -hmm. i'm like okay how how ugly is this gonna get turns out not bad at all uh yeah especially compared to other other depictions at the time yeah yeah but I, I actually like a- thought we were going to make it through an entire Western cartoon of the late 80s slash early 90s <laughs> without getting some sort of depiction of a Native American. I was wrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> this one isn't too bad. Yeah, uh, his, I, I his, agree. His thing is that he's like a, a wacky inventor. Um, yeah. So he's got like the John Aston role from Briscoe County Jr. His accent is really light. So you just like establish okay he's a native american without yeah. being like mm, me how bah, bah, bah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, i did i did like that they that they put a spin on on instead of him him being like some sort of medicine man that's you know chanting to bring it up he's like okay cool i invented this crazy thing i just need one of you to sing into it 
Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's an aerodynamic, long-distance, multiple critter caller, otherwise known as a goddamn megaphone. That's <laughs> all it is. There it is. I will make your thing louder. Great. <laughs> so they have... Um, uh Dakota conch shells man what do you want I'm sorry just go on go on they, they, they didn't have cupping your hands over your mouth so. no they have hooves oh, oh yeah you know what? solid point I will yeah, give that one to you that, that is, is a correct. really good point Chan eat your words <laughs> eaten uh it's uh, so uh um yeah yeah I I did make a note here that um the uh line about the sh- the shearing Remember the sheep and shears lame brain? We could have got the money right off instead of heading back to Cowtown. <laughs> yeah, lame brain! If you would have remembered the shaving shears, we could have been everything he said. Like, <laughs> that's real solid voice acting. Yeah. I really enjoy these characters. Yeah. Which is unusual in a show like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I, if this was. If I knew that this was on when I was watching cartoons, I probably would have watched this and loved it. I would not have, yeah, but I you, might have you missed have out. No joy in your life, uh, ever, no. including Never. Young Chan. No, it, it was a solid animation. Like back in that time, I mean, you had a good chance of, from my purview, back in those days of a good animation being on, kind of at any given time. Yeah, <laughs> always this one always stuck in my mind. Because my God, it's so fun. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like it's e- even the plot of this is it's not sort of regurgitating every other cartoon plot. Like it's a it's just weird enough for me to be like, yeah, this is pretty good writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he does the uh, uh, Dakota does the singing. All these sheep come running all the sheep from all over the place. Uh, it, it also shatters windows and. uh uh, the eagle's nest uh, disintegrates. Oh, I felt bad for that eagle. <laughs> yeah. The sh- uh, uh, the sheep. You uh, you YouTube. What's her name? You Ubi. You baby. Yeah. Uh, wants to get away. Maspel grabs her and she like kicks him in the shins and runs off. Um, so uh, now they have to shear all of the sheep because they can't tell which one is which. Even though when they finally do shear all of the sheep, and there's a couple fun visual gags in there. And the uh-huh. aforementioned um, uh, modesty, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, they get to the last sheep, which is you, baby. And you could tell because, hey, she's got a goddamn ribbon. The, I know. No, I think like, that there are some other there are some other sheep left that are unsheared because in a second when they all stampede, some of them are still fluffy. So I don't think it's the last one. I think that they just went through like 10 percent of them. Of them. Uh, they didn't look for the ribbon. They didn't like look for a the one weird sheep. Mm-hmm. I think they, a couple of them have ribbons. I think you could have told told from her standoffish attitude which one it was. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, you're telling me she's the only right? sheep with a standoffish attitude in that whole thing? No. I mean, she's next level. Well, all we have are these historical tomes we've been watching to ascertain. So I guess we just have to do our best. I'm just going by the text. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, Then then Terrible shows up and he threatens to uh, kill the sheep uh, if they don't give uh, him the money. So they give him the money. And then he sets off a big old uh, um, uh, sheep stampede 
that's uh-huh. going to destroy the town of Elbow's Bend. So they got to make a choice. Do we save the town? Do we save, save the sheep? Uh, he goes running off. Uh, the bad guys all go running off. They go. Uh, the uh, sheriffs go to the town to stop the sheep. They realize it's uh, sheep love sarsaparilla, so they shoot up a barrel of sarsaparilla and roll it down the hill. Yeah, this which... is a good callback. This is a good callback to a sheep's love of of sarsaparilla. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. But then they like they roll it down the hill, and it somehow goes so fast that it catches up to and passes by the villains as they're getting away. It's just a barrel. They push it, and then that's it. It's not like it's got motor or anything. I mean, so, like, the whole the whole premise of barrels in the old west is that they roll. Uh huh. It's science. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> what? Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. Yeah, the Earth rolling. was rotating slower back in those times, so physics was a little different. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus, uh, you know, global warming meant that the air was clearer and thinner, so a ba- a barrel could roll. For longer times, because it's not going through all that gross, weird humidity and all that other stuff. And that's how uh, Dakota was able to reverse that uh, whirlpool and have them spit out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Physics was different 150 years ago. Well, were you there? I was not. Although I would like to point out that Mm -hmm. neither were these cows. So Mm. you just want to do cow erasure. Yes, I do. Uh, I also like the band cow erasure, which is the uh, 80s techno band erasure. But uh, uh, we break these chains of love. Don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, That's two songs now, Gina, that I have sung that you have not joined in on. I didn't know that one. You didn't know erasure? I know Eraserhead, the movie. Really? It's art. <laughs> Heard of it? <sighs> disappointment. Constant disappointment. That's my life now. Mm. Uh, they The the sheep uh, catch up with the bad guys. The cowboys catch up with the bad guys. They lasso the money away, and the bad guys go over the cliff and land in some tumbleweeds and then go rolling away. That's it. Day is saved. Uh, Hell yeah! The how the hospital gets built. Um, they all uh, the the good guys all go to get their accolades. Uh, Miss Lily gives um, Colorado kid a sweater that was uh, gifted by you, baby. Yeah, and clearly it's from her own wool. Yes. Uh, I I actually, I liked this. I I thought it was cute. I like that. They're all, they get the Chewbacca moment at the end where it's like, everyone's thanking everyone. And then they're like, Oh, you know, he's the, he's the real hero here. And then he gets his sweater and then, and then there's a little cute ending. He turns around, everyone's laughing at him. And he's like, I I assumed it was because she took a big crap on the back of his sweater. (laughs) That spelled the end because she's smart. (laughs) Yeah, he turns around towards the camera and it says the end and they have a little a little meta moment where everyone's laughing because it says the end. Uh, Uh, I believe they're laughing because he continues to be concerned about fashion, which is not the thing to be doing when you're a cowboy. Wait, really? I think that they're just I think they're just laughing because it has the words the end on it and they know that the TV is about to be switched off. And he also uh, says, uh, you just know Sally Sue Holstein won't be able to keep her hooves off me now. 
He uh-huh. says that, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. One of them literally says, because they're all sort of like jabbering, uh, you know, like, oh, you. So one of them actually says he has a one-track mind. So, yeah, they're they're getting on him for uh, being a sex-crazed maniac. He's young. You know, he's young. He's got he's to gotta sow them oats and cow oats, <laughs> suck them succulents, whatever you do in the West. Yeah. Sow the sarsaparilla. There it is. <laughs> sow the, the sarsaparilla oats. He's got to uh, plug that barrel of sarsaparilla. And he looks good in his just home from college sweater. Yeah. I, I would have loved it if his if his lady love had been like, oh, I'm not into cattle drivers anymore. I want <laughs> singers now. And then she walks away with uh, the other dude. Oh, well, that's the only evidence we have that she's not smart. <laughs> also, let's clarify: it is uh, she is not his lady love; she is his lady lust. There is no. I mean, sometimes lo- lust turns into here. love. He mm-hmm. just wants the pork. They yeah. just want to go at it. I've look. I've I've built several relationships on on just <laughs> lusting after someone. And how Stop did even those work out? <laughs> Oh, uh, my life now is great. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Sometimes, yeah, every so often you'll have that one day of like, maybe I won't kick them out the second the light crests the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our show, everybody. Thank you very much, CK Kimball. Tell Go us. To the West! Go to the West! Yeah, CK, <laughs> do you have any wrap-up thoughts about, about Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa? Are you going to keep watching? Oh, man, you know, it's amazing because we just we're never going to have this era before, which I know, again, which I know is like so old hat for our age or around our age group, or just to be older than Gen Z to talk about. But the, it's so very true. You know, I was watching this and just the style of animation, and the risks they took, like it's almost, everything we have now is so close to either just being art or just being <laughs> becoming like a pillar of writing and mental health. That sometimes I miss just having this little trifle. I mean, I'm looking at this site and they tried to make an arcade game out of this. And like just the effort, just the cheap. It's weird. The cheapness of it, like the the magic and mediocrity. You know, I just don't know if we're ever going to really have something like like that era again. Maybe it's good if we don't. But it was beautiful to revisit it. Thank you. Here's the thing. Uh, HBO Max is not going to be the first. <laughs> as the consolidation continues, the good shit is going to get shuffled away, and there's going to be more and more garbage. We will I have didn't mean that. A, a glory day of Hanna Barbera and Ruby Spears and fucking Deke. Those will all come back. We're going to have shitty animation in the future. I, Don't you I, worry. I Google when I Googled this show, there was so much merch. And that like and one of it and I sent a picture of Chan, a Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa soup mug. <laughs> like it's not even it's not even just like toys. Like there there are like Jesus. there are household goods, yeah. Yeah, like oh, household wanna... goods. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna put this in our in our group chat now so you can also see it, CK. I kinda want that mug I kinda wanna get that mug. I wanna eat some like chicken noodle soup out of it and watch cartoons because they, they made wanna, some good they made some good cartoon merch back then i'm gonna spend two hundred dollars for a terrible uh, no. action figure uh, no the the soup mug is only tw- 28 dollars and 25 cents 
And sir, I bought the Food Fighters fig figurines not that long ago for pretty much kind of the same price. <laughs> like, the answer is, please, yeah, I'll probably buy one of their action figures even if it's 20 bucks. <laughs> please tell me that that is uh, uh, inspired by Dave Grohl's band and it is uh, Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins and all the rest as food playing got, in a band. Wait, you guys really don't know the Food Fighter figurines they sold, the toys they sold back in the 90s? Wait, what? are you talking about um, the, not like the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes figurines that were terrifying looking, and then they had a whole like food fight line based off of that? Where it's like Captain Fries and... Like Lieutenant Chocolate Chip or whatever. And apparently there were two sides. I never noticed that. It was based entirely on the color of their helmets. Oh, I got I gotta Google these and see. Oh yeah, okay. I do I do remember these guys, uh, because they had the angriest faces, which is always my <laughs> you can get one used on Etsy for three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> You I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's my nest egg. I'm gonna put this in the chat as well. Uh, you sent the link to the soup mug. I stumbled through Google onto the same Zazzle site where there's a <laughs> Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa teapot. So if you want to make your Earl Grey uh, with like a bovine flare, you got that for only forty one dollars and ten cents per teapot. Actually, I want, yeah, I want it. I want, Actually. I want a cowboy. I'm, I'm googling it. Teapot, cowboys of oh, Mesa teapot. Oh, all right, we yeah. gotta go. We <laughs> have to, I have to go. I have to be done with this. I'm CK, saying, do you got anything like, going on uh, online? Where can they find you? And uh, what? Uh, oh yeah, doing? I I work a lot and I like write a lot, so I don't do as much live stuff as I used to. But you can find me on YouTube as Glitter Pizza Cat. I have some fun things I do just to keep keep sharpening the tools stop motion's been stop motion animation's been the big thing i've been trying to build up my strengths on uh aside from that you know yeah just read the news uh, just stay <laughs> up in current events you know there's a lot going on it doesn't have to be a depressing stuff you know even yeah. looking at the good stuff you'll get an idea of what's going on you know i'll be in the news soon <laughs> <laughs> because you thought you're gonna fuck a, a sexy cow <laughs> local man fuck sexy cow <laughs> it's just uh, another debate about what's sexy on a cow <laughs> <laughs> the teats uh you can find us online at gi joe podcast and some other places we got a patreon knowing it's half the podcast search for it and we'll be there probably and uh on twitter i'm at 999 rpms i'm at gina ippy Glitter Pizza Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Go to the West. <laughs> yep.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this Game Boy Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my just, god. Like, traumatized. I was like, no, my, my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners. <laughs>